Hello, and welcome to the Spiritual Expansion and Ascension Podcast, your guide on this crazy spiritual journey with me, Melissa Fike. This podcast is for those who want to expand their consciousness and dive deep into the Great Awakening and the next paradigm shift. We'll be exploring all sorts of metaphysical and mystical topics, including timelines, parallel realities, the matrix, the quantum field, manifestation, aliens, the Akashic Records, and so much more. It's time to raise your vibe. Hello, my lovely spiritual people. So happy to be hanging out with my crew. I got to tell you, there's nothing like spiritual people. We all speak the same language, and that's what I love about it. In this episode, I'm actually going to be talking about the spiritual awakening and how the spiritual awakening affects empaths. Does it cause anxiety? Why is it sometimes hard? How love is connected to it? And actually what the spiritual awakening really is and what does it mean? What does it look like? But before I do that, I just want to share with you that I am doing a retreat in Sedona in October. Super excited about this. I love doing these retreats here because talk about fifth dimension, talk about spiritual awakening. It's amazing. So we're going to do a three-day retreat at my home. So it is a personal, smaller group. And uh, if you want more information, I'll put in the show notes below. So let's talk about the um, spiritual awakening. And I've touched on this a few different times, but I kind of want to do a full episode just on the awakening. Now, the spiritual awakening means that people are waking up to the spiritual energy, the frequency is changing, vibe is changing. Yes, that's happening. Now, we'll talk about this in a respect of, yes, this spiritual awakening has been happening. This isn't new. The spiritual awakening has been happening for me for, I don't know, 30 years now, at least, if not longer. Um, But what you have to understand is the reason it's now a hot topic is because there are more people interested in opening up spiritually, and they're hungry for information and for tools to help them open up their own connection with themselves. So basically, the spiritual awakening really has nothing to do with what's external to you. It's who you are inside and your desire to become more of who you are and to connect to your own higher guidance and your own self. And when I mean by your own self, duh, that's kind of a silly term. But what I mean is like listening to you not even to your guides, not to strangers, not to spiritual gurus, but listening to you as a human. Hey, you know what's going on on a deeper level. If you're more connected to your own higher consciousness, you'll get it. You'll discern in your life more. You'll understand what's going on more. So this spiritual awakening isn't just about receiving or 
experiencing spiritual gifts. It's actually about you waking up to you, you waking up to the idea of, hey, I'm not just this body. Hey, I'm not just my thoughts. There's so much more to me. I'm multidimensional. So this spiritual awakening that everyone is talking about, there's such a big buzz. 10 years ago, I never even heard of that term. Now it's a big term. This is because people are like, wait, wait a minute, what's happening? People are waking up spiritually. So what does this mean? People have been doing this for eons, but the energy is so ripe now. It's so ready for more people to wake up. All those people who were in born in the 80s and 90s and 2000s, they're waking up and they're ready for this whole new awareness of who they are. They are not going to acquiesce to other people's wants or needs or think, okay, if I do this or that, people will love me. They're like, wait a minute, I'm pretty awesome. So people should just love me because I'm awesome, right? And they're like, wait a minute, I'm upset. This is because we are constantly projecting our own issues, hurts, feelings, negative energies out into the world and receiving that energy back. And here we are, we're waking up and recognizing that you're not your anger, that you're more than that, that you are a sentient being, that you have a consciousness and awareness. And then what happens is you start Googling stuff because that's what you can do nowadays. You go to the bookstore, maybe. (laughs) Um, But most of you are Googling. And when you're Googling, you're looking something up hoping to find some sort of answer. And you wake up to the spiritual connection and awareness. And it's going beyond religion. So many people in the past would turn to religion when this sort of question, like, why am I here? What am I doing here? When that came up for them, they'd go to religion because that's the only place that they could have gone. Now we have St. Google And Google tells us all sorts of things. So instead of going to organized religions where there's more of a control energy in organized religion, they are looking for more of a freedom energy, right? So that's what you're doing. You're looking for the freedom. And there's nothing like spirituality because there's a freedom in spirituality. And that's why I was attracted to it so long ago. I need freedom. I don't like other people telling me what to do, who I am, why I should think this way or that way. I'm kind of a free spirit. So I like to discover it or discern it on my own. Now that doesn't mean that I didn't listen to people who understood more than I do, or it doesn't mean that I didn't read those books. Um, you know, I've read all sorts of books through the years. I've Googled all sorts of things through the years. But what I've done that's different than organized religion, I didn't take it in faith value. I didn't say, okay, this is what they're saying, so it must be true. I asked my own 
inner self. Does this feel true to me? And that's what discernment is. And that's why it's so important for you to discern your own spiritual awakening. No matter who says what, you are in charge of your awakening. And what I've noticed is that a lot of people who are newer on the path, but let's say younger in years, and I'm not putting this into a box, you know, it's not really about a box because hello, I like freedom, but a lot of them are turning to MDT, ayahuasca, mushrooms, um, frog medicine, because they realize that that's opening them up to the awakening in their own awareness. And they're recognizing, wait, I'm not my body. I'm more than my body. And this ayahuasca journey is showing me this, which is great. Now, and I don't have any issues with any of those things at all. I'm open to all of it. And I would do any of it if it felt if I was guided to it. But if you are on your spiritual journey, and you want to anchor in as much of the frequency of the higher vibrations that you can, you don't want to rely on any substance outside of yourself. Now, that doesn't mean don't go on an ayahuasca journey or take microdosing of mushrooms or ayahuasca. It doesn't mean that. What I'm saying is that if you want to truly be on this path, you don't want to rely on any substance, not a crystal, not a book, not even any sort of journeys. It's an inner process. And you want to be clear that you can do breath work, you can do meditation, you can read books, you can go to seminars. All of these things are part of the spiritual awakening. And there's not one way to experience this awakening. So no matter which way you turn it, no one's awakening is better or worse, or more important, or nobody really knows the way because it's your journey. (laughs) This is your spiritual awakening, and you know what you're doing. Just discern how it's best for you. Now, some people have asked me, can spiritual awakening cause anxiety? Can it make me anxious? Usually anxiety, now recognize anxiety isn't a feeling, it's an experience. So really what's going on physiologically inside of your body is anxiety is that fight, flight, freeze, hide, or the animal instinct within you that's saying, there is danger, 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 Will Robinson, because that anxiety is showing you something's off, something's really off, and you better run away, you better hide, you need to protect yourself, basically. Now, any anxiety that you feel is usually from something that has happened in your past, So if you are feeling anxious about maybe going across the country or about starting your new job or about letting go of a relationship or anything at all, some of this anxiety isn't about the present moment. Unfortunately, we store cellular memory 
inside of our bodies, which will make us feel that we are projecting out into the world that we are unsafe. And that's what causes anxiety. And that anxiety can actually push you toward maybe your spiritual awakening. But your spiritual awakening can cause anxiety because you may feel unsafe looking at things differently, experiencing your world in a different way, seeing. So basically the spiritual awakening isn't creating anxiety. That anxiety has already been part of you. It's coming to the surface for you to deal with, for you to look at, for you to discover about yourself, because the anxiety is probably part of the dark night of the soul or the transition or transformation that's happening for you and to you, right? You're creating this experience for yourself. And it can be a little scary because it's going to be different than the way most people think about things. You're talking to your family and they may actually say to you, are you doing those voodoo classes? Are you going to go join a cult? Right? So it may cause you some anxiety because your family and friends don't understand what's going on with you or what's changing in you. And it can cause some anxiety. Now, the spiritual awakening that you're experiencing can't cause the anxiety. Anything external that makes you feel unsafe. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be the most intuitive person in the room? Advancing your intuition is such an important part of your spiritual development. I'm so excited to share with you my new advanced psychic intuitive training. I've spent over 20 years helping spiritual seekers like you to discover and unlock their psychic abilities. My approach isn't just about developing psychic skills, but about aligning with your deepest spiritual truth and tapping into your divine wisdom that resides within you. I'm humbled and blessed to have taught thousands of students to accelerate their intuition. They've gained confidence, clarity, and a renewed sense of purpose. And you can too. So take this opportunity to live a more intuitive, enlightened life. You're ready for this, and I'm excited to support you on your spiritual journey. Go to Melissa Fike dot com slash psychic to sign up today. This isn't just a course. It's a path to awakening your true self. So let's walk this path together towards a life of wisdom, clarity, intuition, and spiritual growth. Just go to Melissa Fike, F-E-I-C-K dot com slash psychic, and I'll see you there. triggers your immediate fight, flight, freeze, hide response, which is your instinct. Am I safe in this moment? Do I need to run away? Do I need to hide? What do I need to do to survive this experience? So this anxiety isn't something that is necessarily about your spiritual awakening, but it is definitely part 
of an experience that some people may have, but most likely that's because you had that your whole life. Now, some people have said to me, well, I have no reason to have anxiety. And then when I talk to them and we go a little deeper, I'll say to them, was your mother a worry wart? Did she worry about everything? Did she say, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that? And they're like, uh, yeah. I'm like, well, there you go. There's your anxiety because you don't see the world as safe. And if you don't see the world as safe, you're going to have anxious feelings. Now, sometimes the spiritual awakening will cause what I call like the excitement, holy shit moment. So like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go out and I'm going to publish a book. Oh my gosh, I'm really anxious about that because it's like the holy shit moment. And then you're like, oh, but I'm super excited about it at the same time. Like there's this energy. And you may think it's anxiety, but really it's spirit or your higher consciousness really telling you like, this is the way because we're pushing you outside of your comfort zone. We are helping you see who you truly are and why you're here. And sometimes that can be a little scary, normal, very normal. Now, if you live your life being afraid of everything, then that means that you need to look deeper into where all this fear comes from. And I always point people toward my book, A Radical Approach to the Akashic Records, because I actually help people transcend and transform by using all the tools in this book. Now, part of this whole anxiety, do I feel anxiety kind of thing, this can happen also as an empath, because now you're starting to recognize your spiritual self, you're more connected, you're doing yoga, you're doing meditation, you're having journeys, and you start to recognize that you are an empath and that you feel feelings really deeply, and you associate with feelings and you are someone who connects to other people's feelings, and you feel deeply, right? Empaths usually feel super deeply, and they recognize that sometimes it's not their own feelings, it's other people's feelings. Now, this can also cause anxiety, because as you're feeling these feelings, hello, you may feel overwhelmed by the feelings, and that can make you feel anxious because you don't know what it is, why it is, or what's happening. So as an empath, you're going through your spiritual awakening, and you hit these times where you may feel a little off center because you're feeling feelings really deeply, and it may cause some anxiety or some fear within you. And remember, anxiety is important to understand that this is just a result of old stuck energies and feelings. Anxiety isn't a feeling. And the reason that I've noticed our society loves the words anxiety and loves the word depression is because they're not willing to look at the cause of the anxiety or the cause of the depression. 
those things don't just come out. There's usually a cause that triggers them. And again, it's old traumas that are stuck in your cellular memory, usually. It's old emotional stuff that you have not dealt with. Or maybe it's a pattern that you've inherited from your family. The anxiousness that the mother, don't do this, don't do that. That anxiousness, you may have picked it up as an empath. And you may have also picked it up because that's part of the patterns within your own family. So I just want you to remember that it's not about the anxiety. I actually think the best thing we could do as a society is actually throw out the word anxiety and throw out the word depression, because depression is really trapped grief. And it's not about, oh, somebody died and I'm grieving. Grief is about parts of yourself that you've lost. So many people who are depressed are actually really feel like they are missing a piece of themselves and or they may have had a actual head trauma that caused this shift in themselves. And most people aren't really looking at their feelings. <laughs> They're usually used to feeling, you know, angry or sad. Like those are my feelings, angry or sad, angry or sad. But there's a whole litany of feelings and they get stored in our body because we have not dealt with or completed the feelings. We store them literally in our bodies, in our mental, emotional, physical bodies. They're stored there. So these feelings then become anxiety. These feelings then become depression. And especially if you are an empath on your spiritual awakening, these things may actually accelerate through your spiritual awakening because any lower vibrational feelings that you are feeling, no matter what category you put them under, if you put them under anxiety, depression, sadness, loss, betrayal, whatever you put them under, that those lower vibrational energies are exactly what we're here to transcend and transmute. And it's not about like fighting them or making them go away or pretending that they're not there, but facing them head on and then dealing with them and shifting them out so that you're in a higher state of consciousness that brings you into a higher vibration. That's what the awakening's all about, raising your frequency, raising your vibration. But as an empath, you may actually feel like these higher vibrational frequencies are eluding you because you're so connected with the lower frequencies and the lower vibrations. And then you have to pretend to everybody, oh, I'm happy, I'm really happy. But that's not really true. You may feel some things, but you have to kind of hide it because those on the spiritual path only want good vibes. I only want good vibes. You can't be depressed or angry. You need good vibes. Maybe you need to go on another ayahuasca journey. You know, we're trying to find these high vibes. 
But what we're missing is it's not about finding or becoming the higher vibration. It's by releasing and letting go of the lower vibration. And that's what these spiritual awakenings really about for us to become this higher frequency and to be less of our ego selves or the lower vibration. And sometimes as empaths, that's really difficult because when you are an empath, you are very attuned to actually those lower vibrations. It's almost like you have a beacon that shows you beep, beep, lower vibration, here it is, lower feelings. But that is really because your higher consciousness is saying, hey, dude, deal with this right now. It's coming up because it's time for you to deal with, not to bypass it, because you don't want to do that. You want to deal with it. And one of the beautiful things about this amazing spiritual awakening that's happening now, exactly when it's supposed to be, is because there's so much information and tools available to you to help you transcend and transmute those lower energies. You are not a victim to your anxiety, and you're not a victim to any lower frequencies or vibrations. You have the power to transcend them. And this is what the awakening is all about. But what happens when you are in the middle of your awakening, right? It is a roller coaster. And this is really important for you to understand. Your spiritual awakening may be a bit of a roller coaster. I'm feeling really good. I'm climbing up. I'm higher and higher. And then bam, I'm flying downwards. And I'm like, I'm feeling a little sick to my stomach. I'm not sure what's going on. I'm not really happy with this. Maybe I should change my diet. So then you go vegan. And then you're actually tired all the time. And then you're wondering why you're tired. You know, it, it can be a crazy ride. And that's okay. The crazy ride gives you awareness because as humans, we came here to experience all of it, especially during this amazing, great awakening. We're here to experience the up and down. We're here to experience that duality of right, wrong, good, bad, love, unlovable, right? So we're here to experience that. But when you're in the middle of this awakening, it can feel a little crazy. And that's okay, right? You have to just keep on saying, it's okay, it's okay. Whatever's going on, I acknowledge it. I recognize it. I look it in the face. And that's so important. Like, look everything that comes up for you and look it directly in the face, Look at it in the respect of going inside and asking yourself how you feel about it. What's really happening here? That way, you're not denying it. And then you become more empowered. Through your spiritual awakening, you want to become more empowered, even as an empath. You don't need to give your energy away to be an empath. You can be empowered from your empathic abilities. You can be empowered when you look at anything straight on, not pretending it's not there, but looking at straight on. And when you wake up, you look at your world right away, straight on, you recognize where you are. And that's what this awakening is, is going, okay, wait a minute. Yes, 
I'm this higher consciousness, but now I'm also this human. And what does it mean to live in both worlds? Who am I? When I live in both these worlds, who am I when I'm going to the yoga studio, as opposed to my corporate job? How am I different? And the more that you look at yourself honestly and openly, the more able you are to raise your frequency and recognize the next part of your own spiritual awakening, because it doesn't end. There's no end game in your spiritual awakening. And I know that for a fact, because before I even knew that it's called a spiritual awakening, I've been experiencing this. And I don't feel like there's any end result. I'm not looking for an end result. I used to look for enlightenment. But now I realize that's the silliest thing ever, because There's no ending, even to enlightenment. There's always the next level or the next way to open up your consciousness, the next level or the next way to understanding the ego and the ego's voice and why you're here. So the awakening doesn't end. It's an evolvement. We are moving from one frequency to the next frequency to the next frequency. And as you do that, Different things are going to come up, different situations, different feelings, different anxieties or energies. And all you want to do is go, okay, you know what? This is coming up. I'm I'm empowered and I'm going to look at this straight on. I'm not going to let anyone else tell me what to do. I'm going to be empowered through this. Now, I should say, definitely go to healers, go to teachers and get the help Find your communities, because in the communities, that is a strength. When you have a community that understands you, that gets where you're coming from, there's a strength in that. And that's actually why I moved to Sedona, because the energy of a community that I can actually talk that language with, that means so much to me. And I need that because literally right now in my life, it is my whole life. I only speak spiritual speak. Now I can talk to the person at the grocery store and just say like little things and have chit chat conversations, but my deep connections are always connected to the understanding of spirituality, and maybe not even spirituality, but humanism, and being okay with, oh, yeah, you know, I was crying the other day, and the other person's like, yeah, well, you know what, there was an eclipse. Oh, yeah, that's right. Duh. (laughs) The eclipse. Now, I don't feel like the eclipse affected me that I'm a victim to the eclipse. The eclipse was there to show me, to give me awareness to a shadow I hadn't seen before. Thank you, eclipse. I appreciate you. Thank you, higher consciousness. I appreciate you. That's different. That's more empowered than the victim. Don't go into victim mode. You're empowered through all of this. So I don't always see anything that's happening energetically around me, including Mercury retrograde, which is always everybody's like hot button. Um, Back in the day, we didn't talk about Mercury retrograde the way it's spoken about now, although that's common. Oh, there's going to be issues with communication and things like that. But it's funny, 
it doesn't have the same pull that it does now. And I'm not buying into the collective consciousness that everything's going to go wonky. I usually do okay through Mercury retrogrades, because I don't buy into everything's going to fall away to shit. (laughs) But as I was saying, find a spiritual community that you can connect with that can help you with your own spiritual awakening. It doesn't mean that you all have to be best friends and that everybody is soulmates or anything like that. You know, every spiritual community, they come and go. I've had a lot of spiritual communities through the years and they ebb and flow through. Doesn't mean you have to be in that community or friends with all those people forever. It's just for now or maybe forever, whichever works for you. So the most important thing that I want to leave you with is that during your spiritual awakening, you are in charge of your life. You are in charge of your awakening. No one is doing it to you. And it's helping you discover you. Oh, that's who I am. Oh, wow. That's what's going on. And yes, you can be empowered through that. You are not the victim to your spiritual awakening. And some people will say, well, Melissa, my spiritual awakening has been amazing. It's all the other people and the other things that are making my life difficult. Aha, but that's still part of your spiritual awakening because you are discovering that those things may not fit with you anymore or those people, you don't resonate with them anymore. And that is part of your spiritual awakening, because you can't put this piece of your spiritual awakening in a box and that piece in a box and that piece in a box. They're all interconnected and entangled within each other. So any part of your experience, your life, your past, your present, your future, your mental, emotional, physical bodies, all of them are part of your discovery and of your awakening. And what a beautiful blessed thing to have. I encourage you to take your power back from any lower frequencies that you think are connected to your spiritual awakening and empower yourself through it because empowerment is an internal awareness of your higher consciousness and of who you truly are. So please share this with your friends, subscribe and especially on iTunes and leave a review. Boy, would I appreciate a review on iTunes. So have a beautiful, blessed day. And really, be you, dude, be you and love yourself through it. Bye.